Okay, so for reference, I'm a 22-year-old female. This happened when I was 10 years old, so roughly about 11 years ago. My best friend from Girl Scouts was moving to another city, and we wanted to keep in touch. Our parents both agreed that it was okay for us to make Skype accounts so that we could video chat, since I didn't have a Facebook, and my parents didn't want me to have one due to internet safety reasons. I was only 10, so this made sense. When I made my account, since I was just a kid, I had put my full name and age in the bio. I didn't know how to work the privacy functions, and I thought only my friend would see it. Well, for the first week, everything was going well. We chatted every day about silly kid stuff, and everything was great. Here's where things took a turn. One day I log into Skype, and I see if my friend was online. She wasn't, so I moved to exit, when I then see that I have a friend request. Now, I don't remember his name, but it was some adult guy with a blurry photo for his avatar. The message just simply read, Hello. I may have been 10, but I've had three years of internet safety drilled into my head with the force of a damn power drill. I simply replied, I'm not allowed to talk to strangers. Leave me alone. Now, this was an adult man, and I was a small 10-year-old girl with a picture of a fairy as her avatar. That's when I realized that I have my full name and age in my bio. I then change it to none of your business. This does not deter him, though. He once again tries to engage me in conversation, but I keep telling him that I'm not allowed to talk to strangers and to please leave me alone. Once again, he doesn't deter. Then he messages me. You're cute. Do you have a boyfriend? I was scared and pissed off at this point, and I just said, That's none of your business. Leave me alone. Well, he then starts sending really gross flirty messages that I can no longer remember the contents of. But then he made me, a little ten-year-old girl, very scared. Adult men should not be making little girls this scared. At this point, I had an idea. I sent him, If you don't leave me alone, I'm calling my dad. Smart little 10-year-old me pulled the dad card on this motherfucker. I called my dad, and he said he would be right there. Mind you, he's in the middle of work, but he was there within 10 minutes. I don't know what my dad told this freak, but it put the fear of God in him, and he never messaged me again. I didn't use Skype for four years after that, when I was much older and smarter. I know this isn't as dramatic and heart-pounding as some of the stories you've all heard, but this shit traumatized me for years to come, and I no longer talk to people I don't know personally on Skype or Discord or whatever. I want to thank Southern Cannibal for doing what he does. He really is helping so many people out there by sharing these stories. I'd like to start off by saying that I'm staying anonymous due to possibly handling the following situation so poorly. I feel as if it is still my fault somewhat, but now's not the time to dwell. I must warn you that the story is dangerous. There are people who will try to cancel you and defend the abuser, as they have a fairly large following, so I'm coming forward with one of the most unnerving and disgusting experiences of my whole 18 years on this planet. It all begins back in 2019 when I was in middle school. Like any kid my age at the time, 
I was playing a ton of Fortnite. For context, it was during the time of Chapter 1 Season 8, which was jungle and treasure hunt themed. Shout out to anyone who played during that time. I was kind of bad at the game back then, so me and my best buddy A would play the game on squads filled just for extra teammates. Fill basically just means a bunch of randos get put in as your other teammates create a squad of four. Now, one of these filled teammates was Z, who lived in the southwestern USA. A and I lived in the northeast, but nonetheless, we hit it off. Z was way younger than us, probably finishing up elementary school. But he was funny and had skills, so we had made him the third member of our squad. Also, Z is Mexican. This will be important later. We had loads of fun together, and I taught Z the creative mode around 2020 quarantine while during Chapter 2 Season 2, an amazing spy-themed Fortnite season where I slowly raised him through the game, spending so much time together that we basically referred to each other as brothers. At this time, A wasn't on Fortnite as much, so it was really just me and Z every night from 6pm to about 11pm. Well, we're having a blast and laughing, either building worlds or taking down lobbies of players. Now, come October 2021, it's Chapter 2 Season 8, which was an apocalypse theme. I end up trying my hand at social media due to still being locked in the half-quarantine school life. I share my art, some memes, and some Fortnite clips on Twitter, Reddit, and some other places. I ended up gaining some traction and even being approached by an account with around 10k followers. We will call them Will. Will had really liked my Fortnite clips, and wanted to collab and make a duos clip. I said sure, and I was really impressed that someone who I kind of idolized approached me. Will invited me to his Discord server, and I soon got VIP treatment, getting access to private chats and getting some crazy server roles. That made me feel so cool. Now, I believe December had just rolled around, and I had just turned from 16 to 17. Will and I had been messaging, and I even got Z and my other friend C into the same Discord server. For some context, during the time of these events, C became the fourth squad mate of me, Z, and A squad that still played with one another. Anyways, Will tells me that he thinks he's bisexual, so I told him it wouldn't change my view on him and he would still be my friend. As we're messaging in the server, he ends up saying to me, I'd blush if you called me cute. I kinda just put an eyebrow raised emoji, and some of the other members then say, Yo, that's kinda sus, and just weird shit like that. So remember, I'm a straight guy and I still am, but I do have many friends who identify with the LGBTQ community. So, I'm just used to them saying stuff like this to me as jokes. But something just felt different with Will. Anyways, later the same week, I'm playing Fortnite with Will, who still hasn't used his microphone, I might add. And he ends up messaging me. Your voice is so cute and sexy. I tell him to shut the fuck up, and I ghost him for a bit. Yet, me being an idiot the next week... I let him join Z and I's Fortnite session, and this time he actually has a mic. He has a very deep voice, and he sounds much older than me. Way older than Z. And it turns out this whole time Will had been 18 to 19, 
possibly even 20 as he had already graduated high school. Anyways, Z and I get weirded out by Will moaning in the microphone, and we go and kick him from the party, and he then messages our whole squad on a Discord group chat, saying, I'm sorry daddy, I'll stop. Later that night, either C or A had kicked him, any way to get Will off of our asses. I went and told him again that we're all straight, but that there were people in his server that were gay and of age that he could talk to. Will just says back, But cutie, I want you. I began to feel disgusted, and I turn off my phone, thinking his weird ass will get over it. But I was wrong. Very wrong. Some time passes, and Chapter 3 Season 1 of Fortnite comes out. I've barely even been playing the game anymore due to finding new hobbies and being busy, but still occasionally logging on to play with Z and C. Anyways, Will ends up reaching out and telling me that he wanted to make another duos clip for social media. I obliged like an absolute fucking idiot. Anyways, after we make the clip, he starts sending me weird ass messages. Baby, I'm so hard right now. I'm gonna come to your city and get a hotel and take you in and fuck you forever. I wanna penetrate you and turn you into furniture. I'm getting utterly disgusted and downright disturbed at this point. So I decide to block him and delete Discord and then switch to a whole new account. At the same time, I block him on Twitter and Reddit too. Yet again, he finds a bypass. He even posts to his socials that he has a crush with a bunch of drunk looking emojis. Anyways, I take my technological leave for quite a while and I go off and cry and vomit because I'm just so grossed out. But soon, I get back into my groove, until I then get a message from Z. Now, Z had probably been in middle school at this time, at least I think. Anyways, Z then shows me that Will had sent him a bunch of porn, even including shit involving dogs. Firstly, Z is basically like my adopted little brother. I've raised this kid over the game and we're like best friends. Secondly, sending porn to a minor is an offense. But that NSFW shit involving animals is a whole nother thing. Z downloads a bunch of socials and then exposes the guy with screenshots while I go after him on Discord. I call him a disgusting fucking predator and I tell him I've contacted the police and that if he ever reaches out again to any of our squad, I'd fucking kill him. Z then tells me that Will had called him the N-word and also said a bunch of horrible stuff about Mexican people. At this point, I've had enough. I mass report Will's accounts and posts, calling him a predator in my reports. Now at this point C has joined in, and C being C starts trolling Will on Discord by spamming him while Z raids Will's servers. As Will's online empire totally crumbles, he bans us, and we watch from the shadows as he slowly steps further and further away from social media, deleting his YouTube and other accounts too. Flash to the present. Will has returned to making his clips, albeit alone. ZC and I have remained in contact, able to somehow make light about the situation. I want to pray that Will has no more victims, and although I was almost an adult back at the time, I still feel like he tried to use me to vent his loneliness in a very unhealthy way. I really hope that he never hears this though. Knowing him, he'll probably have people to try and find me again but I've deleted all of my socials, 
None of you will ever find me. Not now. Not ever. I really hope that you did get the help that you need, though, you sick fuck. But if you ever try to hurt Zia again, I hope hell swallows you whole. But even then, that wouldn't be enough. Moral of the story, no matter who you are, you can be sexually harassed and abused, whether you're a male or female. Don't let it weigh in your mind. Tell someone, don't be afraid. Take those assholes down, whatever it takes. So I never knew about Discord until I had joined a cosplay group. We posted our videos on TikTok, shared art, cosplay, and even video chatted often. I found myself getting close to a few members, one of which we'll call Roy. Roy was the oldest in the group, being in his 20s, while the rest of us were around 14 to 18. He was constantly joking around and making art for people. I really bonded with him over our characters and love of hair dye. Nothing seemed off until our first group roleplay, while everyone was trying to interact with many people. His character only focused on my friend's character, who I'll call S. This created a pattern of Roy's character constantly obsessing with S, as well as the IRL person who was 16 at the time. I started seeing red flags, but ignored them. He would make jokes about being a masochist, send porny fan art in my DMs, and even writing smutty fan fiction about his character in S. He would also threaten suicide constantly, making several of us spiral in panic attacks because we cared so much about him. He heard my autistic brother moaning and making noises, and had called my brother a moaning bitch. That was the only stuff that I saw. S was getting messages from Roy constantly about him having a crush on S when asking him out. Thankfully, this was the breaking point. S, who was our server's admin, kicked and blocked Roy, and encouraged all of us to do the same. Suddenly, everyone on the server began discussing the creepy and inappropriate things that Roy would send or say to them. I'm really so mad at myself that I ignored the obvious red flags in favor of having an older friend. I blame myself sometimes for not saying anything. We all posted videos on our TikToks about Roy, and then receiving backlash from Roy's friends, and even someone in our server remained friends with them until they were kicked out as well. It was a really wild thing to experience, but I'm really glad he's gone. Please everyone, stay safe on the internet. I used to live in Windsor, Ontario a few years back, and around that time I was 16 to 17 years old. I was extremely lonely in high school, as I was constantly moving schools and could never form a proper friendship before I moved again. So I went to the internet for friendship. I had also recently gotten out of a relationship, and I was feeling extra down, so I downloaded an app called Scout. It's basically a friend-finding app that shows people near you that are also looking for friends. And you also have the option to livestream and whatnot, and I'd been using it for a while. I've actually had multiple scary encounters on the app, but nothing quite like what I'm about to tell you. So after matching with a lot of people, I eventually matched with a boy around my age, so 16 at the time, and we hit it off. 
We had talked for a few days before he'd asked for my number, to which I obliged. He then told me that his aunt wanted to talk to me about a potential modeling opportunity that I might be interested in. It's important to note that I was looking for modeling work at the time, and I was actively applying to positions. So I thought, what the hell? Why not give her a call? Yeah, bad idea. So we call, and it starts off really normal. She's asking just the normal questions, like my age, my height, my eye color, etc., And then she suddenly asked me something that raised a red flag. She asked if any of my friends would also be interested in doing modeling work. Okay, not too weird, but also why ask that? I said maybe, and that I would for sure have to ask. Now, not completely out of the ordinary, but you usually just send these sort of measurements through an email or whatever. It's also important to note that she didn't call me through a number. She called me through a Skype, I believe so there wasn't a number I had. Anyways, she then asked me if I lived alone. Another red flag. And let me be clear, this was a woman's voice. She sounded like 30 to 40 of American descent if I had to put my money on it. She proceeded to ask me more questions about my living situation. If I liked my parents, how many siblings I had, how old they were, etc. I was too naive at the time and too caught up in potentially being a model that I just blew these off and answered very vaguely. Then she asked me to video call her, so I do. Her camera's off, which is obviously another red flag, but I then assumed that she was just sizing me up at the time. We talked a bit more, and she asked if I had any friends that looked similar to me that wanted to model, and I gave her the same response. Oh, and I also forgot to mention that she had a whole website that looked completely legit, and it had her name and whatever on the site. So I totally bought into all of this. As we were talking, she had asked if she could see one of my bras, and to take off my shirt too. I politely refused, as I really wasn't comfortable with that, and she just kept trying to coax me into it. After dodging the question, I told her I had to go for school or work or whatever, and we ended the call. She texted me through Skype, and she asked if I would be willing to meet her in my hometown in a few days, and I then agreed to meet at a local Starbucks. Yeah, dumb, I know. She told me she'd be flying in from Europe into Windsor's airport. So as I'm at school waiting for the day to arrive, I happen to mention this to my guidance counselor after discussing some home issues with him. He looked shocked, and he told me to wait in his office. Well, our school's officer soon arrives, and they start questioning me intensely, like if I gave any details to my home or my family, which I hadn't. They also asked where I met her, and he took screenshots of the chat log and so on. He told me to absolutely not go to the Starbucks on that day, and that he and the other officers would be going instead. Well, after that day came and went, Her account was banned, and the officers told me that they didn't find anyone matching the description given on that day. Whether she backed out or saw the officers there and got scared, I really don't know. But I do know one thing. Sex trafficking through Windsor is very high, especially because the border is right through to Detroit. I know that I came very close to never going back home, and after that happened, I decided to start making friends in real life. 
If anyone has any questions, please feel free to ask in the comments of the video, and I might respond on a private account. Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night everyone, and remember, to always.